You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day guys, welcome to Cronulla Sharks NRL Fantasy <laughs> Preview for 2022, I'm so excited, we finally got a good team after the Dragons and Eels, and boys, admit it, you're jealous, look at our lineup. how good is it, Andy? Jeez, that song drags on, doesn't it, Corbs? Yeah. Hurry up and end it. <laughs> now, honestly, I'm in the I'm in the studio with Tiga. I thought he was going to punch me out as soon as the song came on. <laughs> uh, it's good to be. I'm keen to, to rip this part, this team to shreds. Corbs, as our like neighbour, how do you feel about us being so good? Yeah, it's. I mean, we're not going to win it this year, so I'm not too worried. Um, I, I look forward to seeing how you guys go. There's a couple of. You'll take a little bit to click, I think. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, like I, I rate Fitzy, and I know you do because you're going quite well <laughs> with him. But um, yeah, good, good buys. You've made some best purchases over the off season for sure. Yeah, I think we're number one in that that department. Sharks finished ninth last year, so missed the finals on four and against the Titans. Pipped us. That was the first time they've missed since 2014. But 2022 gains: Cameron McInnes, Nico Hines, Dalfanukin. Matt Ikevalu, Lachlan Miller from Rugby Sevens, and Jaden Beryl, who is the Queensland Cup Player of the Year. 2022, we lose some old boys in Chatty Townsend and a couple of overrated guys in Sean and Johnson, Aaron Woods, Josh Dugan, Will Chambers, Billy McGullius, my man, and also Nene McDonald. And the first 10 games, they've actually been gifted a pretty good draw. Only four teams from the top eight of last year, so... I'd rate that quite light and don't really run into anyone too major till round six and seven with Storm and, and Eagles. But let's kick things off. How good is this bloke? Now, Andy, you are liking my man, Will Kennedy. I gave him a massive rap and he kind of let me down at the back end of last year. But he was definitely the Sharks' actual player of the year last year. Tell me what you're seeing in big Will Kennedy. Oh, look, I think I was a bit surprised. He took me out of, out of nowhere last year. I was like... Let's see how he's going to go. He sort of fell into that position because it was a bit of competition uh, towards the, end, the start of last year. Well, he wasn't really even a first-grade fullback at the start of last year. Yeah, so I didn't really see much of him, but he, he really stepped up. So I think with him having a full season of fullback, I think he can actually really make it his own. At 499K, he's, I think he's massively undervalued. He's in my team currently in Classic. Is he? Because I think he, he will definitely outscore that 39.5 average. Like, think about the team. The, well, they, it seems when something's happened with the Sharks, Will Kennedy's involved. Yeah, exactly. He, he, he's just that natural football ability. And when you're adding Nico Hines, who takes a lot of pressure off, and like he, he's a footballer as well. When you've got him, Nico Hines, and yep. <coughs> Moylan in the team. So <laughs> I think those two you're will right. sort of be the dominant Are you players. Right there, mate? Yeah, rapid test there, mate. <laughs> just give me it, it happens every time I say Moylan. <laughs> no, I honestly think he, he will star this year, and uh, he's my sort of player to watch. Pedigree, too. His dad, Bubba Kennedy, was an absolute gun for the Tigers back Yeah, the I watched him. A couple of times. Good. He must have been about 50 when I was watching him at Bathurst, and he was just schooling these youngs. I think he was playing center or 5'8 that day, but he was schooling blacks. He Mate, was, um, you're not wrong. He only retired a couple of years ago, Corbs, and he was 50 playing in the local A grade. Yeah, he must what? have been 40-odd then when I was watching him. One, we, we played 
uh, the rugby grand finals on the Saturday and then the league was on the Sunday and yeah, he was there playing in it. Fantastic. And play. yeah, k- killing it, killing it. All right, Corbs, now you're trying to take my man. We got a little bit of a love affair. We might this might take ten minutes to cover this bloke. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, Nico Hines. Uh yeah, I'll throw a few stats at you. Price at the forty six. Yep. And he had the fifty six average for his two games at five eight last year. So not a, a big sample. He had, he also had a thirty nine at half, but Munster was the other half in that game and had a field day with eighty three points that day. So he, he played a bit of second fiddle there. So sixty average for his eighty minute games at fullback. Um, although he played fullback, his ball playing ability can't be denied. Goal kicking plus the extra kicking dues with Moylan assumed that he's the half. Um, but yeah, I've got a lot of faith in him. Bond, like, I was saying before, you, your buys very good, like a solid pack should provide a steady ship for him to do his thing. I mean, as opposed to Sexton, who is the same price behind a couple of good forwards, but not sort of controlling forwards like you got in Fanuke and McInnes, Rudolph. Well, Rudolph maybe not so much, but those other two. Yeah, I'm predicting a 55-ish average at least, so about 150K price rise Corbs, and a keeper if, for the season. If Braden Trindle lines up next to him come round one, are you deserting, my man? I just think that'll bring him down a little bit, but I've got him... Like, I was going to talk about this a little bit um, with the, the draft because I wouldn't mind getting him as well. Mm. I can see um, Fitzy tailoring the sides attack to let Hines play that sort of free-flowing a bit of footy that we saw last year where, like, you sort of highlights package, I guess. And I can see him being a, a real roamer, both sides, even if Trindle is there. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't – might hurt him a little bit just in the kicks department area. I still think it'll still centre a lot about around Hines. And it, it, he'll sort of partner up with Trindle, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Do you want to hear my analysis? Go. Go. Like I mentioned, like, episode, all right, moving on, duds. We've got <laughs> episode one is his looks are worth ten points easily. <laughs> unicorn points easily. Unicorn of the year. I think Corbs is right. I think he's going to average around fifty-five, and that jewel is just so good. But has he, has he still got the Joker hair, the Heath Ledger hair. Yeah, he does. Do you want to know how I got these points? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, even though he's like he grew up playing in the halves, but even though we don't have a lot of data with him playing in the halves. We just know that there's just something special about Nico Hines. The boy's got a lot of skill, and I think skills pay the bills. I, was, I actually wrote that down. How good is that quote? You got that fresh from... A lot of when you're writing down notes on Hines. You got that from Step Brothers. <laughs> skills pay the bills. Go make bank, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, we better move on before I get too excited. Now, Andy, Corbs had a few hated, like he hated Parramatta, a few players. Now, you don't like this guy. I don't know if you can call it hate, but it's somewhere between hate and dislike. Matt Moylan. Yeah, I, I hate him. <laughs> no, I just think he's let me down a lot in the past, and he, he's, he's, he's my trap and, and dud. I, I think when, when you get to see a half his price of 397k, you go, geez, that looks elusive. That looks like really, really delicious. But 
when you see that it's Matt Moylan, you just stay clear, stay away. He's had 11 games playing at 5'8", playing 80 minutes, and he averaged 33, uh, 33 fantasy points. I think Hines is going to like, – it even backs up your sort of start in Hines. Hines will go to another level, especially with Kennedy, and, and Matt Moylan will just be, like I said, just going to be that – Little, um, what do you call those sort of parasites that latch on and just <laughs> and <laughs> take them for would a ride? It be, is it like an ex that you call when you're drunk? Like, you know it's not good for you. He did. Like, I tell you what, last year, you know he did have a couple, like one or two games where I flirted with the idea of picking him up. But then you just go, nah, hey, no. Nah. It's like you need to have something on your phone saying, don't call this person. <laughs> just block them. But- <laughs> yeah, block them. Boys, my one's Aiden Tolman. I think finally he's going to be fantasy unrelevant because he just keeps plodding away. I just don't think that he's guaranteed a top 17 place this year or he'll be playing a little bit of more of a kind of reduced role in the middle. So more of a kind of 35 kind of minute mark, which with a PPM of 0.8 probably takes him out a little bit of reckoning, but he just seems to always be around. But Corbs, you actually had someone probably that's going to be affected by these new rules, Matty Ekevalu. Yeah, Ekevalu... Price about that forty five. He had the fifty five, a uh, fifty three average for the Roosters. Now this was a the right edge. Bmos had a sixty three average in his eight games before he got injured. So I don't think he'll see the same points uh, on the Sharkies. But he's not even guaranteed a spot with uh, Mulatalo and Katoa, the wingers from last year. I mean they didn't do anything too wrong to get them booted. And I think he'll play. The same role, he'll be sort of just sweating on an injury to to get a start. But if he does get his shot, I just don't think he'll be hitting the 50 average. Um, And especially if he's outside Ramian, that'll be 40 average. (laughs) So I I just, yeah, I I just don't think, yeah, yeah, you'll see those same big scores at the Sharkies. Totally agree. All right, boys, cashy time. And you boys have fallen in love with a rookie from last year. Bit of a speedster. Reminds me a little bit of Pops, actually. Andy, Lukey Metcalf. Look, I don't know too much about him. There's not many cheapy options at the Sharks. Well, no relevant ones anyway. So, I mean, you've got, like, Talakai, he's low, but who, if there's an injury, you might he might sort of get in the, in the second row. But yep. um, there's not many options. So, with, with Metcalf, i just seen he had a bit of talent when he did play. Uh, well, who, you got, how much halves you got? you got Hines, Moylan, Tracy, Metcalf, Trindle, and then you're still putting Moylan in there. I think, I think these guys have a bit more potential. So if you see him um, line up, I think he's a great cheapie at 240k. Like he's got some pace on him, and he scored pretty well when he, when he did play in the half. So um, it could be a good cheapie option if he gets in there. Yeah, Corbs, you also like like him as well. Yeah, I can see a bit of a battle for the halves partners, like you said. But I don't think he's going to get there in there early because Hines will – need a, um, a steady ship just to sort of work his way into the team as well. It'll be interesting, I reckon, mid-year when McInnes maybe then can go into the nine so they don't have to carry an extra hooker just in case they do carry, um, what's his name, the Jaden oh, Beryl. Yep. Yeah, so then McInnes could go into nine and Metcalf could get that 14 jersey, which um, and possibly get into six depending how well he's playing and if Hines is sort of not needing that um, other sort of old head um, yeah. partnering him. But bottom dollar at 240K could be a good option to chuck in emergency and definitely one to watch preseason and trials. I actually think out of all the halves that are kind of, you know, Braden Trindle and also Matt Moylan, um, Metcalf might suit 
Nico Hines the most because he won't command a lot of ball, so he gets out of his way. He's got the speed. I think they might be going on a bit of a kind of support mission sort of style this year. We know how such a Nico Hines is such a good support player. I'll tell you what, if those two lived up in the halves, that would be the fastest halves pairing that I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah, they're both fullbacks. He won't go in there early, though, will he? It'll well, be late both on rookies, in the season. Right? I'd say there has to be either an injury or if Moylan has a shocker. So it could be pretty yeah. early. You never know. Yeah, you, <laughs> never you just know. never know. But I'd love to see them have a little crack in the trials. But the other guy I had was Lockie Miller and a little bit of mail on him. He's 220K. Break even of 18. So he's a rugby sevens convert that Fitzy got over. But he does have a rugby league background. And from a few of my spies, he has been training pretty heavily at left centre, which is the kind of spot between him and Connor Tracy. They've also been trialling Ronaldo Mulatalo there as well. So a bit of an open position. And at 220K, he could be the cheapie that we need. They reckon he's really holding his own and really impressing everyone at training. So speed to burn. He's got that kind of... He's a bit of a nuggety sort of fellow, so he got tackle breaks in him. And they reckon that, you know, his background in rugby league has really helped him. And then the professionalism of going over to rugby sevens and doing a lot of travel. I've got yeah. um, a mate who's he's doing the strength conditioning with the Tars now. He was working with the rugby sevens before this. Yeah. And I sent him a screenshot when the news broke that, what's what can you tell us about this guy? And he, um, I said he's just been signed with the Sharkies. And he said, yeah, no, gun. He goes, oh, he owes me a beer. I gave him a reference because he used to <laughs> – I think he did his um, – it must have been through Fitzy. He did his internship with Robbo with the Roosters maybe when they won it with Pierce nice. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, – but he reckons he's a top bloke and a gun, so. I thought you were about to say team. he's not good for um, buying a shout. Yeah, <laughs> that's the old ghost. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. I, I don't even shout. know what his contract is, but surely he can spare a beer for um, Big Willie. <laughs> All right, boys. Last trap city bitch. Trap trap city bitch. Trap city bitch. Trap trap city bitch. Trap city bitch. Trap trap city bitch. Jesus, boys. I was about to ask this guy to come on the show. I was about to text him actually, and now you guys both hate Blake Bradley. <laughs> still, still get him on. I'd say you still get him on, but um, yeah, I just think he's my trap city. Um, I, I actually minutes, before minutes I say factor that he's getting cut minutes factor and also. The, his last ten games, he averaged thirty nine fantasy points. Mm. Like, it just the, the, he's got the time. He's he's been there, but he hasn't really sort of developed. Like he might be a gun hooker, but I don't think he's gun for fantasy. Yeah, uh, you, you might know this actually. Have you got any intel on how McInnes is with his uh, rehab? What, Not yet, but I'll ask Fitz because that, that'll be key. Because I've got the opinion that McInnes should be ready to go, and I reckon he'll play eighty from pretty much from the get go. So yeah. if you see McInnes or um, like he will give Braley a spell because like he's yeah, got that I ability so. to sort of just be that awesome hooker and give Braley a spell, so that actually Bailey can actually put out a, a solid sixty minutes, and then McInnes come in. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just see the addition with McInnes and Fanukin coming on to give um, McInnes a bit of a break, and McInnes is going to hooker. Yeah, I heard one of my mates, Gaz. He works in the media department at Sharks. He was on a Sharks podcast, and he was talking about Cameron looking very, very fit, and them talking about. The spelling, so right. Mate, everyone so. looks fit at this time. <laughs> not <laughs> me, not definitely not me. <laughs> How do they do it after Christmas? You look, you're, in the, oh, you're the worst. I don't know what they do. They skip Christmas parties or something. <laughs> Absolute gooses. But uh, what have you got to add here in your hatred for Blake Braley? Corpse? Hey, it, it, just because they're duds and trap cities doesn't mean we hate them. It's yeah, just, they're, <laughs> no, yeah, they're not going to. 
give the uh, fantasy scores that we want. It, I'm just he's priced that 44, which is what he was hitting last year for the 80 minutes. Um, I, I think Beryl, if anyone's going to chew in earlier, I I just think McGuinness is going to take a little bit before he does get into a bit more of um, that sort of lateral running out of hooker. I, I can't see him playing 80 straight up and going into hooker, but a bit like the Marnie with the Sharks, I just think he's a he'd be better for the team. If Braley's paying less minutes, he's just going to be more effective at nine. And you've talked about this before, TK. He's, his attack will be um, yeah, a, for sure. a bit spicier. Yeah, for sure. So, Fresh legs. Yeah. And you're not That's you're not, not wrong there. Oh, Moisa, I do love you. I'm just, I just don't like her fantasy. That's all. <laughs> I just don't like you. <laughs> but here's some for you. Over the last three years, when he's played between 50 and 70 minutes, so I was averaging out about 57 minutes. Mm. He had an average of 35 points. Mm. So he's averaged at 44. So that's, yeah, he's going to lose about 130K. Could get a few more attacking stats if he's a bit fresher. But even if he does get an extra 10 points, he's still sitting at where he's priced. So I, I just, yeah. You've got a lot of better options. He's on the ball with his stats. <laughs> You've got a lot of year. other options at Hooker. There's, there's the trap stats for you. <laughs> for sure. Now, boys, I'll wrap this up with Wade Graham coming back at 461K, 37 break even. I just think you're mad if you go uh, four concussions last year after we saw what happened with the Boyd Corner situation. And I love Wade. Like, he's our captain. He's someone that we really value. He's been at the club since like 2012. But I can see there's a young bloke called Teague Bolton, and I can see him being carried on the bench and him ripping into those minutes this year. I don't see Wade being an 80-minute player this year. It's just too much risk. And at that price, I think you can get more value looking at guys like Sean Bloor, Brody Jones, Chris Patolo, even if Raymond Fatala Mariner comes back and also Big Lukey from the Cowboys. So, Oh, yeah, he's touted on the I just think there's better value in some of these young guns. But, boys, let's finish it off with some draft talk. Ship to shore. It sounds like Hogwarts a little bit. <laughs> now, before we finish with our guy, because me and Corbs, I oh know me and you, Andy, we both, you've got Nico Hines. You wanted to add something a little bit spicier, but didn't you, Corbs? Spicier with. Uh, didn't you have something spicy about draft with Nico Hines? Or you just love him? Or did you just get. How you just, love oh, no. You? I was just <laughs> saying with the, the roaming and the, with Fitzy, I just think that. Yeah, he'll be uh, playing both sides. I just think that's going to be another reason to pick him. I sort of talked about in that first bit. Um, and and give, give him a whole year, he'll be really good when it's draft time, mm. um, come rounds 2021, 20, uh, when your finals kick well, off. I, for where we actually have them at sixth and uh, fifth, I think they might be pushing for that top four spot. So I think Hines there be killer for the towards the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. No, I, Where would you draft him, Corbs? <clears throat> sixth, fifth? <laughs> first? It's, first? It's either first or eighth <laughs> <laughs> or a late pickup. <laughs> no, nah, I think third. Yeah, round three. Yeah, it's fair. good for, for what, he's, what he's average to. I think that's probably fair. Yeah, cool. Now, Andy, this guy nearly won you to competition about... Two years ago, I think it was, or yeah. three years ago. Yep. Now, this guy really, I think at the time, he was hitting his 70s as your captain, which was back in the day. That, that was, was huge. solid. Yeah, that was sort of that was sort of um, major compared when you've got the Tommy Turbo <laughs> Cleary just blown out of water. Well, but He was Cleary before Cleary. Yeah, exactly. He was, I, like, I call this Mr. Fantasy. I don't know if anyone else uses it. But that's <laughs> Mr. Fantasy, like, they were the best at the year. So last year was Nathan Cleary. He was Mr. Fantasy. That year, two years ago, was... 
It was uh, McInnes. Uh, I think he's in for a cracking season. I, honestly, I, I'm first, so I'm definitely picking Cleary. But if you're like around the second, third, fourth, or fifth, and you've got the ability to pick McInnes up, I think it's you're mad not to. I, I think he's going to be playing 80 uh, for the whole season, and he's going to be killing it. You know what I love about him? He does rely on tries, tackle breaks. Like He will generally make 50 tackles and run, whether he's lock or hooker, He'll run 100-plus metres. And, and what maybe a couple of years ago, he didn't have that running in his game, but he's actually developed a bit of a run I game. I don't mind him. Yeah. Even at lock, he averages 144 metres. He gets involved. Mm. He's yeah. dead to me. <laughs> he's dead to me. Yeah. He's not wearing the red V. You sound like uh, TK with Sean Johnson last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got him going top five for sure. I think you're mad if you don't. I think so. I think you've got to be patient, but I think he might lose a few minutes earlier in the season. Like... He's just come back from an ACL, so I think they're yeah, going to be a when you little say, bit. It was round four last year. He's had the whole year. I think no, he didn't even play a, a game last year. Yeah, what's I'm saying? He's he's had the whole I year. I just think they've just got to just give him a little bit of time to get back to that eighty minute player. Yeah. Okay. Well, are you picking him in classic? I think he's a great. I tell you why? Because I think the Sharks will be battling for like a bottom of that top four, or maybe even depending on what happens in injuries, top eight. Oh yeah. And I think he'll be playing all the way through. So True. if you've got him as your captain. I think you can nearly say he's going to be playing around that round 24, round 25 when it's draft finals. Only issue is he probably will play Origin too. All right. Potentially. Here's a question because I think everyone wants to get him and I'm hoping where our prediction that he does dip in minutes, so dips in price. What price do you think he'll you'll grab him at? He's at 78, 780K now. What price do you reckon? So if he goes down to, yeah, what price will you get him at? Yeah, I don't. You know what? I'm a little bit different, Andy. I don't think he'll play Origin. I think they'll blood Victor Radley, kind of playing around that same role. I think it's just that injury is going to put off Fittler a little bit. I think mid year you're going to pick him up really well. Break even a 63, which isn't that hard to achieve for a player of his kind of stature. So I don't think you're going to be losing too much money. But if he's anywhere around that 700 thousand mark, boys, I'll be all over that. Well, that's that's around your 54 average, which I think he. He could be sort of hitting those lower 40s pending minutes. It's all, yeah. I mean, it's all speculation, isn't it, this time of year? <laughs> but it's just timing, but right, Corbs. Like, players like this, like we just what I just said to, to you boys, is like he might not play those minutes early, which is a good thing because his price might drop. And then we've got a time when Fitz – send him a quick little text. <laughs> Fitz, when are we doing this? Yeah, when I'm, are we I changing him in 80-minute I'm against you, lads, because I reckon he's, he's already done. I reckon he's already good to go. So I'm pick. I'm going to try pick and fit him for number one. <laughs> he just said it, Cobbs. He just picked his first hit. He said I'm going to try him. and fit him into my team as uh, uh, like I'll try my hardest because it's very hard when you got Cleary. Jeez, <laughs> I was flirting and trying to chop and change left, right, centre. But yeah, I'll try and get him in my team. Yeah. All right, boys. That was probably our best one so far, maybe of, <laughs> oh, yeah, of all time. It, it, was a, it was a little bit long, probably because I played boys to men a couple of times. But. <laughs> Guys, join the Talking League Cup. Details in the show notes. Like I did say before, if anyone can find this James Nicholas that's put a fake Talking League Cup up, number one, don't go in it. Two, tell him to pull his head in. Three, delete him. Whatever. You won't be talked about. We don't want to give him air time. You're done, mate. See you, mate. <laughs> oh, big time. All right, guys. Next on the show, I'll be recording a few with the Kiwi boys. We've got the Warriors coming up and probably the Dogs, and then we'll hit some more with the boys want to do. I think... What do you reckon, boys, next? Storm or someone? Storm Roosters? They're good ones? Ooh, they're pretty high profile. 
Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing we'll Storm or Roosters. Out. Yeah, we might do Storm or Roosters. But, boys, I'm going to play the team song because it's going to be played all year. So that, ladies and gentlemen, 